I would like to dedicate this book to Paola. Magic Treehouse Number 9, Dolphins at Daybreak by Mary Pope Osborne. Chapter 1, Master Librarians. Jack stared out the kitchen window. The sun was not up yet, but the sky was growing lighter. Jack had been awake for a long time. He had been thinking about the dream he had, the dream about Morgan Le Fay. The treehouse is back, Morgan had said. I'm waiting. Jack wished that dreams were real. He missed Morgan's magic treehouse. Jack! His little sister Annie appeared in the doorway. We have to go to the woods now, she said. Why? Jack asked. I had a dream about Morgan, exclaimed Annie. She said the treehouse is back and she's waiting for us. That was my dream, said Jack. Oh, wow, said Annie. She told you too, so it must be important. But dreams aren't real, said Jack. Some dreams aren't, but this one is, said Annie. I can just feel it. She opened the back door. I'll see you later. Wait, wait, I'm coming, said Jack. He raced up the stairs. Having the same dream must mean something, he thought. He grabbed his backpack and threw his notebook and pencil into it. Then he ran downstairs. We'll be back soon, Mom, Jack called into the living room. Where are you going so early, his dad called. Just for a quick walk, said Jack. It rained last night, called his mom. Don't get your shoes wet. We won't. Jack slipped out the door. Annie was waiting for him. Let's go, she said. The sky was pale gray. The air felt freshly washed. Jack and Annie ran up their quiet street to the Frog Creek Woods. They headed between the trees. Soon they came to the tallest oak in the woods. There was a wooden house high in the treetop. It is back, whispered Jack. Someone looked out the window of the treehouse. A lovely old woman with long white hair, Morgan Le Fay. Come up, called the magical librarian. Jack and Annie climbed up the rope ladder and into the treehouse. In the dawn light, they stared at Morgan Le Fay. She looked beautiful in a red velvet robe. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He couldn't stop smiling. We both had dreams about you, said Annie. I know, said Morgan. You do? Yes, I sent them to you, said Morgan, because I need your help. What kind of help, said Jack. Merlin the magician has been up to his tricks again said Morgan, so I haven't had any time to collect books for Camelot's library. Can we collect them for you? asked Annie. Yes, but in order to gather books through time, you must be master librarians, said Morgan. Oh, well, Annie said sadly. But you can become master librarians, said Morgan, if you pass the test. Really? said Annie. What kind of test? Jack asked. You must show that you know how, know how to do research, said Morgan, and show that you can find answers to hard questions. How, said Annie? By solving four riddles, said Morgan. She reached into the folds of her robe and pulled out a rolled up paper. The first riddle is written on this ancient scroll, she said. This book will help you find the answer. She held out a book. On the cover were the words, Ocean Guide. This is where you have to go, said Morgan. The ocean? Oh, boy, said Annie. She pointed at the cover. I wish we'd stop. Jack grabbed Annie's hand. How will we know if we found the right answer to the riddle, he asked Morgan. You will know, Morgan said mysteriously. I promise you will know. Jack let go of Annie's hand. 
She pointed again at the cover and finished her wish. I wish we could go there. The wind started to blow. Are you coming with us, Morgan? Jack said. Before Morgan could answer, the treehouse started to spin. Jack squeezed his eyes shut. The treehouse spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Jack opened his eyes. Morgan Le Fay was gone. Only the ancient scroll and the ocean book were left in her place. Chapter 2. The Reef A breeze blew through the window. Seagulls cried. Waves lapped the shore. Annie picked up the riddle scroll. She unrolled it. Together, she and Jack read the riddle. Rough and gray as rock, I'm plain as plain can be. But hidden deep inside, there's great beauty in me. What am I? Let's go find the answer, said Annie. She and Jack looked out the window. The treehouse wasn't in a tree. It was on the ground. Why is the ground pink, said Jack. I don't know, said Annie, but I'm going out there. I'm going to do a little research first, said Jack. Annie climbed out of the treehouse. Jack picked up the ocean book and flipped through it. He found a picture of a pink island surrounded by water. He read, this is a coral reef. Corals are tiny sea animals. After they die, their skeletons remain. Over time, the reef builds up from stacks of coral skeletons. Oh man, tiny skeletons, said Jack. He pulled out his notebook and wrote, millions of coral skeletons. Jack, Jack, come look at this, cried Annie. What is it? I don't know, but you'll love it, she said. Jack threw his notebook and the ocean book into his pack. He climbed out the window. Is it the answer to the riddle, he called. I don't think so. It doesn't look very plain, said Annie. She was standing at the edge of the water. Beside her was a strange-looking machine. Jack hurried over the bumpy coral to get a better look. The machine was half on the reef and half in the clear blue water. It looked like a huge white bubble with a big window. Is it a special kind of boat? asked Annie. Jack found a picture of the machine in the ocean book. He read, Scientists who study the ocean are called oceanographers. Sometimes they travel in small diving vessels called submersibles or mini-subs to study the ocean floor. It's a mini-sub, said Jack. He pulled out his notebook. Let's get inside it, said Annie. No, said Jack. Actually, he did want to see what the sub looked like inside, but he shook his head. We can't. It's not ours. Just a teeny peek, said Annie. It might help us figure out the riddle. <sighs> Jack sighed. Okay, but we have to be careful. Don't touch anything, he said. Don't worry, said Annie. And take off your shoes so they won't get wet, said Jack. He and Annie slipped off their shoes and socks and threw them toward the treehouse. Then they stepped carefully over the sharp coral. Annie turned the handle on the hatch of the mini sub. It opened. She and Jack climbed inside. The hatch slammed shut. The mini sub was tiny. Two seats faced the big window. In front of the seats was a computer built into a control panel. Panel. Annie sat down. Jack opened the ocean book and read more on the mini sub page. Mini subs have strong hulls to keep air in and protect those aboard from water pressure. Computers are used to guide the mini sub through the ocean. Oops, said Annie. What's wrong? Jack looked up. Annie was waving her hands in front of the computer. Now the screen showed a map. What's going on? said Jack. I just pressed a few keys, said Annie. What? I said not to touch anything, said Jack. An air blower came on. 
The mini-sub jerked backward. Get out, said Jack. He and Annie scrambled for the hatch. Jack grabbed the handle, but they were too late. The mini-sub slid off the reef, then it dove silently down into the deep. Chapter 3, Mini-Sub You've really done it now, Annie, said Jack. Sorry, sorry, but look out the window, Annie said. Look, forget it. We have to figure this out. Jack stared at the computer. He saw a row of pictures at the top of the screen. What did you do, he asked. I just pressed the on button, said Annie. The screen lit up and I pressed the starfish. That must be the command to go under the water, said Jack. Yeah, then the map came on, said Annie. Okay, okay. The map shows the reef, said Jack. Look, there's the mini sub on the map. It's moving away from the reef. It's like a video game, said Annie. I bet I know what to do. Annie pressed a key with an arrow pointing right. The mini-sub on the screen moved right. The real mini-sub turned to the right also. Great, whew, said Jack with relief. You pressed the arrows to steer the mini-sub. So now we can go back. Oh no, not right away, said Annie. It's so beautiful down here. We have to get back to the reef, said Jack. His eyes were still glued to the computer screen. What if the owners find it gone? Look out the window, said Annie, just for one teeny second. Jack sighed. He pushed his glasses into place and looked up. Oh, man, he said softly. Outside the glass was a strange world of bright moving color. It looked like another planet. The mini-sub was moving past red, yellow, and blue coral, past little coral mountains, valleys, and caves, past fishes of every color and size. Can't we stay a little while? The answer to Morgan's riddle must be here, said Annie. Jack nodded slowly. She might be right, he thought. Besides, when would they ever get to visit a place like this again? Chapter 4, Fish City. There were fish everywhere, floating over the swaying seagrass, eating on the white sandy bottom, peeping out of coral caves. Some kinds of coral look like blue fingers or lacy fans. Others looked like deer antlers or lettuce leaves or mushrooms or trees. Jack read in the book, Coral reefs are only found in warm tropical waters. Nearly 5,000 different species of fish live around coral reefs in the Indian and Pacific Oceans. Jack pulled out his pencil and notebook. He started to write a list. Coral reef research. Warm water. Over 5,000 kinds of fish. Look, said Annie. The sub floated past a huge starfish then a pink jellyfish, then a blue seahorse. Jack added to his list, starfish, jellyfish, seahorses. What is that? said Annie. Jack saw a creature that looked like a giant pancake with a long tail. A stingray, said Jack. He put that on his list as well. And that? said Annie. She pointed at the biggest shell Jack had ever seen. It was as big as a footstool. I'll have to check on that one, said Jack. He turned the pages of the ocean book. When he got to the page about clams, he read aloud, The giant clam of the coral reef is three feet wide and weighs up to 200 pounds. Wow, said Annie. No kidding, said Jack. He added giant clam to his list. Dolphins, cried Annie. Jack looked up. Two dolphins were peering in the window. They tapped their noses against the glass. Their eyes were bright. They seemed to be smiling. Jack laughed. It's like we're in a fish tank and they're looking at us, he said. 
Their names are Suki and Sam, said Annie, sister and brother. You're nuts, said Jack. Here's a kiss for you, Suki, Annie said. She pressed her lips to the glass as if she were kissing the dolphin's nose. Oh, brother, said Jack. But the dolphin opened her mouth and tossed her head. She seemed to be laughing. Hey, I know the answer to the riddle. Dolphins, said Annie. They're gray and plain, but they have great beauty inside. You forgot the rough as a rock part, said Jack. Dolphin skin looks smooth and slippery. Oh, right, said Annie. The dolphins flipped their tails. They swam off into the light blue water. Wait, don't go, called Annie. Suki! But the dolphins were gone. It's time for us to go too, said Jack. He was afraid someone might be looking for the mini sub. But we haven't solved the riddle, said Annie. Jack studied the bright underwater world. I don't see the answer, he said. There's nothing playing at all out there. Then maybe the answer's in the mini sub, said Annie. They looked around the tiny space. I'll check the computer, said Jack. He studied the row of pictures at the top of the screen. He pressed the book picture. The words, ship's log, flashed onto the screen. Chapter five, two eyes. What's a ship's log, said Annie. It's a diary of an ocean trip, said Jack. He peered at the computer screen and read a log entry. Monday, July 5th. Hey, that was just last week, said Jack. He read further. Collected rock and shell samples. Mapped ocean floor. Found tiny crack and hull. This is like your notebook, said Annie. Yeah, the oceanographer was writing notes on the computer, said Jack. Jack and Annie read further. Tuesday, July 6. Crack has widened. Must return to reef soon. A crack where, said Annie. I don't know, said Jack. He read further. Wednesday, July 7th. More tiny cracks. Cannot be fixed. Heading back to Reef today. Uh-oh. This doesn't sound good, said Jack. He read further. Thursday, July 8th. Defective sub. Return to Reef. Leave for helicopter to transport. To junkyard. Defective means broken, right? Said Annie. Yep, said Jack. So this sub is broken, right? Said Annie. Yep, said Jack. And it was waiting to be taken away by a helicopter to a junkyard. Yikes said Annie. Now we really have to get back, said Jack. Let's try pressing the waves picture, said Annie. She pressed the waves picture on the computer screen. The mini sub began to rise slowly. Oh, good, said Jack. The sub went past a small coral mountain. It went past schools of fish and waving plants. Oh, gasped Annie. Jack gasped too. Two eyes were staring out from behind a giant sea plant. They looked human, except they were as big as golf balls. The sub moved past the giant plant. Jack breathed a sigh of relief. What? Whose? sputtered Annie. Don't ask, said Jack. They stared back at the plant. Just then, a long arm came out from behind it. Then another arm came out. Then another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and another. Jack and Annie stared in horror at a giant octopus. It's coming after us, said Annie. Slowly, the octopus crept through the water. Its eight arms reached for the mini-sub.